Today's bag of popcorn is brought to you by Gazelle, the trusted online marketplace for buying and selling used devices. Head over to popcornfinance.com gazelle to learn more. This is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you coming back and joining us for another episode today. And uh, I'm excited to have Melanie Lockhart on the show today. How are you doing, Melanie? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm happy to have you on here because I heard you speak at the Plus Voices event. It felt like really long ago, but you told me it was about a month ago that this, that this happened. It was about a month ago, but it feels like last year, basically. It really does. I don't know what's happening with time. <laughs> But it was it was a really cool event, and we were really just talking about money and kind of I think the emotions and the issues that we deal with with our mental health uh, when it comes to our money. And I think it's something that's not really talked mm-hmm. about all that often. So I've really appreciated the the talk that you gave on this topic. Thank you. And for those of you who don't know who Melanie is, you have experience first of all with dealing with debt. You paid off over eighty one thousand dollars in student loan debt, mm-hmm. and you're also the founder and author of uh, the website Dear Debt, that's D-E-B-T dot com, and the book Dear Debt. And uh, you're also a co-founder of the Lola Retreat, which is a, a retreat that you put on for women out here in the LA area. So you're doing a lot of great things, I think, for people as far as bringing this topic to like the forefront and kind of making it something that we should talk about and not really kind of push to the side. Thank you. I think it's so important, you know, to have this discussion around mental health and money and specifically debt and depression and suicide. There's been such a correlation in my research that I think it's something that we just can't afford to ignore any longer. No. And I think it's something that's easy to kind of ignore and push to the side because I don't think people really take mental health, I think, as seriously as we should. Yeah. And I think it's easy to dismiss. And so I think it's really great that you you work really hard making this something that people should be talking about and something that we should really take seriously because it is something that we're all dealing with, whether or not we, I think, realize it or not. Yeah, it's something that everyone deals with. And it's just so interesting that there's such a stigma around mental health. You know, if you had a broken ankle, you would go see a doctor and no one would think anything of it. But if you are dealing with intense depression that will not go away, you know, despite how much you exercise or eat well or whatever, getting professional help is something that you should consider and there should not be a stigma against that. And so, you know, I'm working really hard on trying to end the stigma around mental health and then also really just bringing that correlation between mental health and money because here are these two taboos, you know, money is already kind of taboo, mental health is really taboo. And then there's this really interesting and devastating intersection between the two that there's kind of a a correlation between debt and depression and suicide that seems to feed off one another. Yeah. And, you know, at this point in time where, where we live, you know, it's debt is becoming something that more and more people are dealing with and something that is becoming an issue in society as far as we look at student loan debt, credit card debt, all these different kind of forces are kind of piling in on top of our daily lives. Mm -hmm. And I think paying attention to our mental health and how we're actually processing these things and how do we really feel about these things, I think is is more important than than ever. Definitely. Yeah. It's so important to take care of yourself and to take that time to invest in your mental health because if if you're not right in your head then everything else is just not right and that will also lead you to be spending more i know personally when i've dealt with my own mental health issues i'm not productive which you know affects your income it just has 
such you know great impact on so many different areas of your life. Yeah, it really is wide reaching and really touches our lives in a bunch of different ways that we don't really think about. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I really I think picked up on or kind of just stood out to me in in your talk that you gave at the Plutus Voices event was you were talking about one of the top search terms that people were looking for that led them to your site. Mm-hmm. And uh, would you mind kind of talking a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, as you mentioned, I'm the founder of the blog, Dear Debt. And, you know, I've been writing about debt and kind of emotions and writing these breakup letters to debt for the past couple of years. And, you know, after the first year of blogging, I was looking through my search terms and, you know, kind of figuring out how did all these new people find my blog? And I saw that someone had Googled, I want to kill myself because of debt. And when I read that, you know, just one of those things where time stopped for a second and I thought, wow, someone is hurting that much that they are Googling, I want to kill myself because of debt and finding my blog. And so, you know, I wrote a blog post directed to that person called Please Seek Help. And I was writing as if, you know, they were listening, they were reading it right then and there because I didn't know how to contact that person. And, you know, I just said, debt is not a death sentence. You are not alone. You are not alone. And really trying to hammer home that debt is never worth ending your life over. And, you know, obviously, since I published that post, then, of course, because I had written about it, as anyone that, you know, knows about blogging and SEO, then I got more search traffic from that very term. And I hate to say that that is honestly probably my top search term even today oh wow and i mean i think it's if you don't talk about these these issues you don't really think that people would really be impacted that strongly by Mm -hmm. debt but it is something that can weigh really heavily on you and the fact that that's something that people typed into google Mm -hmm. and it actually ended up leading to your site is i think that's that says a lot to the the situation and, and how difficult it can be to deal with these these situations and one of the things you mentioned when you were just speaking right now was these uh, these debt breakup letters or these dear debt letters mm-hmm. that you do on your site. And I, I thought that was a really cool uh, way of getting people to kind of address and almost like talk to their debt. Yeah. To kind of say, hey, you know, I know this is there and I'm going to get over this and I can move past this. And there was one letter that I read on your site that I, I, I thought was really powerful. It was a short one, but very powerful. Yes. And the person who sent this in, their name is Countess, and uh, they wrote, dear debt. Today is my last day dealing with you. You've saddled my back and rolled me like a wet horse, and I will not tolerate it any longer. I know before I close my eyes forever, you will not be something I leave my loved ones behind to deal with. I am no longer your slave of emotional issues with money. I look forward to saying goodbye forever and good riddance to my permanent backache. My dear debt, you will not keep me angry and insecure any longer. I will smile at your defeat of my winning in this life. I live today and for the next 50 years. To this, I bid you a farewell in the near future. And I thought that was really powerful. Yeah, we've had so many wonderful and powerful letters over the years. And the one thing I love about the Dear Debt Project is that, you know, it's really about reclaiming and addressing your relationship with debt because, you know, so much of what I've talked about is that people don't address their emotions related to debt and they don't address their mental health. And that's kind of what keeps us stuck before we're able to take action. So, you know, in some small creative way, I think the Dear Debt letters are really a catharsis for people to get their emotions out. And, you know, we've had that kind of letter, which is really powerful. And then 
We've also had really funny letters of, you know, people like, I'm going to dump your broke ass. I'm sick of you. You know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. And we've had other Dear Debt letters who were like, thank you so much, Debt, because you helped me, you know, not be homeless. Thank you so much, Debt, because I was able to go to school because of you. And so, you know, we've had so many different perspectives over the course of the years, and it's just been really interesting and wonderful to watch. I've never even thought to do something like this, but I think there's so many things that distract us day to day, you know, whether it's going to work and our commute and the family and all these other responsibilities we have. And I think it's easy to push those issues that we're dealing with kind of to the background and just keep ourselves busy with all the other things that are going mm-hmm. on. But I think this what this idea that you have on your site is great because it makes you sit down and kind of address it and think about it. You have no, if you're going to write this letter today, you have no choice but to think about it and how yeah. do you feel about it and what's going on in my life. And I think that's such a, a brilliant way of bringing your own emotions and feelings up to the front and then confronting them and dealing with them by this process of just writing it all out. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I think, you know, it was a really cathartic journey for me too because I was writing Dear Debt Letters frequently when I was getting out of debt and they were really kind of my form of therapy and my way of addressing all of my complicated emotions. You know, on on one hand, I hated my debt. It made me so depressed and anxious. On the other hand, it's like I wouldn't have been able to go to college without it. I would have never been able to live in New York without it. And... By the time I was paying off my debt, I felt this anxiety because I was like, wow, I've been in debt my whole entire adult life. I don't even know who I am without debt. And so then there was this other kind of anxiety of like, who am I even going to be without debt at this point? And this other kind of relationship with money and emotions with money. And so it's your your feelings change over time. And I think the letters are always there to kind of help you deal with that, whatever they may be. Yeah, exactly. And with this really great snapshot of kind of like your feelings at this point in time. So maybe you start this at the beginning of your your debt journey and you can look back and kind of see where you've come and where you've grown or how you've changed since that point in time. And hopefully, you know, once you're on that other side of your debt journey, you know, you can really kind of look back. And to me, well, one of the things that I always think about is my wife and I, we dealt with a bunch of debt, a bunch of credit card debt when we first got married. And uh, it was so stressful. Mm-hmm. And it's something I thought about all the time. And then now that it's gone, I find myself sometimes forgetting those feelings Mm -hmm. and you kind of lose connection with that place you were in life. And I think it would have been great for me to have something like this because I don't ever want to forget how that felt. Yeah. You don't want to forget and you don't want to go back to that situation ever again. No, (laughs) not at all. And then also you don't want to lose the ability to relate to other people who are in that same situation. So true. I always want to hold on to that. And I always want to be respectful of the struggle that people have and Mm -hmm. how that feels and what they're dealing with. And so um, I really wish I would have had one of these letters back in the day. I wish (laughs) I would have written one of these. I can look back on it and and kind of bring myself back to that point. Hey, I do encourage people to write um, letters, even if they are debt-free, to still kind of examine their relationship with debt. So, you know, there's, you're not too late. (laughs) Okay. I may have to do this then. I may have to sit down then and I'll I'll, I'll think back. Okay. Like put myself back in that place and and really capture how how that felt. Because I think this this is a great idea. And I think it's, I just really uh, appreciate what you're doing uh, for, for everyone who's dealing with these issues, because it is something serious that, and we should take very serious and uh, something that we should all become more comfortable talking about. So that way we can all address it and kind of help build each other up and encourage each other along whatever journey that we may be on at the time. So thank you, Melanie. I really really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I totally agree with you. And before we get out of here though, I want people to know, you know, if they have questions for you, if they want to reach out and see more things you're doing, like the, the Lola retreat that you put on Mm -hmm. or uh, check out your book, your dad, where's the best place to go? The best place 
right now is deardot.com as well as lolaretreat.com. I'm going to be building out melanielockert.com shortly. And, you know, I also just wanted to share some resources for people that may be listening who might be struggling. You know, definitely text HOME to 741741 if you're in crisis. And also there's the National Suicide Hotline. And there's Project Semicolon. And that, you know, no one should ever feel ashamed to seek help. Thank you, Melanie. I really appreciate you putting those resources out there. And I'll put all that in the show notes along with uh, information on how people can connect with you and uh, check out what it is you have going on. Perfect. Thank you again for your time. Really appreciate this conversation and you helping this be something that I can talk about more on the show as well, because I think this is definitely something I want to incorporate more. Yes. Thank you. Now, I'm not a big fan of paying full price for a new iPhone because I really don't have $1,000 just waiting around to be spent on a new phone. So that's why I was more than happy to partner with Gazelle. They have everything from an iPhone 6 through 10 to a variety of Samsung Galaxy phones, all at a fraction of the price. Every device is backed by a 30-day return policy with no restocking fees, free shipping, and each device goes through a thorough 30-point inspection. And right now, you can get $10 off your next purchase at Gazelle by going to popcornfinance.com slash gazelle. Again, that's popcornfinance.com slash gazelle. Thanks again to Melody for joining me here on the show. And before I get out of here, I wanted to read a review that I got from a listener. It was five stars. So to start off, that's a great way to do it. <laughs> no, but thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, this comes from Local Heroes. And they wrote, great podcast. Love listening on my way to work. Enjoy. And that's it. It was a nice, quick and short review. So thanks again, Local Heroes. And there's a great example for those of you who've been thinking, hey, I want to leave a review for Popcorn Finance, but I really don't got time to sit here and write half a page about what I think about this show. All you have to do is hop on, leave a sentence or two, and you're done. I appreciate your reviews, regardless of how long they are. It's just great to know that you're enjoying the show. And remember, if you ever have a question or just want to send a message my way, you can reach out to me over on Instagram. Just look for at Popcorn Finance Podcast, or you can leave me a voicemail by going to popcornfinance.com slash voicemail. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.